0: It's been a fucking hell of a day. And here I am with another uh, attempt at entertainment, but mainly just a, uh, a waste of your time. But hey, there are, there's, there's no better way to waste your time than by listening to some uh, random, dumb, old fat guy talk about pretty much nothing. Uh, I was supposed to have some guests today. Uh, that fell through. Didn't pan out. Uh, scheduling conflict. Uh, that happens on occasion. So here I am, all by my lonesome yet again, with only a handful of bullshit to talk about. And to top it off, I still cannot get my fucking microphone to work. I am. I'm just blown away. And. I've spent I spent the last hour tonight trying to fucking figure this thing out, and I got I'm so frustrated, mainly because the the other microphone is trash, like it sucks balls. I hate it. Uh, it sounds like I'm yelling into a broom closet. So now I have a headset, uh, a Logitech headset, which is probably way too fucking loud, and you're gonna hear every snap crackle and pop that my mouth makes throughout the next 60 minutes so you know it's bad enough uh that the show sucks but also the sound is gonna suck too so i apologize in advance um so there's that and very much more I actually shouldn't say very that's that's not the right way to put it but um this is episode 78, the Bruce Armstrong episode. Bruce Armstrong. Yeah, we're in the the offensive line stage of the episodes. And here's another gem from your New England Patriots. Seven-time or six-time All-Pro on a bunch of truly shitty Patriots teams in the 90s. By the time the glory days rolled around, uh, he was gone. He was making too much money for a... 35-year-old left tackle and wouldn't take a pay cut, so he was released by Coach Belichick in February 2001, and he retired a short time later. Now he's a Patriots Hall of Famer. Go figure. Oh, go figure. Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, the truly sad part for me, the whole thing, is that uh, his departure paved the way for the Patriots to draft uh, none other than then that fucking lousy turnstile Matt Light in the subsequent draft and uh, El Matador is basically a spinning top for 10 years and it's also kind of a douche allegedly and his wife once told me to basically fuck off on Twitter. So why, why am I talking about that guy? Why? It's the Bruce Armstrong episode. There will never be a Matt Light episode of this program. Rest assured. Also, the vodka he pitched was pretty bad. If I could remember the name, I'd say it, but I don't. (sighs) That's all right here, right now, on Complaints and Observations. Still the most less-than-average podcast on the internet, with a host who's the smartest person in the room, when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity. Guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations. With Dave LaPointe. Honestly, I'm so fucking... I'm so fed up with these fucking microphones. Oh, my God. The laptop I bought has one fucking USB port. One. How the hell do you make a computer in 2021 with one? I understand not having like four or five or even three for that matter. But one? One. One. The other problem is, like, this fucking headset picks up everything. Everything. Like, you heard the... I got an email. So you heard the beep. Fucking gross. I'm fired up. I'm pissed off. I'm angry (laughs) at nothing. Old man yells at clouds. That's me. Anyways. A uh, bit of a grab bag episode here again, as I've got all kinds of shit flowing around in my head. Nothing uh, of any interest to anyone other than myself, but that's the beauty of this particular show, right? No, no, well, that's that's it. Uh, I'm gonna complain about USB ports. Now nah, I'm done with that. I'm still fucking pissy. It just drives me nuts. It's just stupid shit. You know, shit that I have no control over and that I can't fix—that's the stuff that drives me nuts. Like right now, I'm trying to figure out uh, the lighting situation in the uh, the new Broadcast Palace. Well, you know, you know, uh, I'm not an electrician, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay, so I'm following directions. I'm watching uh, electricians tell me how to do shit on the YouTube, and uh, it's it's not working, partially because the whoever built this fucking thing and god knows when you know slapped it together and and it's just the light fixtures that were up there there was no housing behind them it was just basically shit the wires poked out of the wall and uh the shit was just drilled in into the into the the frame the fixtures i should say um so you know i'm having to jerry-rigged this thing to try to figure it out. So I had to, I turned off the power, the main power in the house on Saturday. Turned it off, the whole fucking thing. All the juice in this place. Turned it off. Uh, Ran into a bunch of problems because that's typically how things go for me. I ran into problems. That's just how it is. So I put it back on. Whatever. I so, said, you know what? I'm going to going to figure out what I need to do. I had to buy another part for the ceiling light because, you know, the part that I, the, the light that I bought uh, was not a pull chain. So the fucking light was just on the whole time. And so, uh, you know, I had to buy a part for that because I got to figure out how to add a pull chain to this fixture now, which I figured out. I, I, I I'm pretty confident that I can do this. I bought the part. I'm good to go. I also bought light bulbs for the sconces. I had one sconce, uh, I thought was was installed, but you know, at least not so much installed, but you know, uh, the the wires were connected. So the the whole thing is okay. I'm gonna put a light in there and make sure it works. So I go in there and I put the light bulb in. Of course, uh, nothing. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's maybe it's not connected. No big deal. I'll go back uh, during the week and figure it out. So so today. Um, I'm like, all right, I'm going to record the podcast and then I'm going to come out uh, into the shed here and try to get some of these things done. Because my goal is to have this thing somewhat functional by the end of June. The way that it's working out, I'm not seeing how that's going to be fucking possible. So I go back out there today, I'm going to plug in the the drill so I can do some, some drilling so I can, you know, screw this fucking, these sconces into the wall. And I plugged the drill in to charge the battery. And suddenly, there's no fucking power whatsoever going to the shed. None. (laughs) And there's no fucking... The other problem is the goddamn electrical box is such a fucking shit show. it's, uh, It's a near impossibility to figure out what turns off what over there. Because the people that own this fucking house, however many people before us, it's like they didn't fucking care what was going on around here. I, you, you invest money into a goddamn property and then you don't give a fuck about what's going on. Oh, it's just so fucking frustrating. It's dumb shit. Listen, if you're listening to, to my voice, don't ever buy a fucking house, rent, put that fucking responsibility on somebody else. Oh man, it is just so fucking, it's stupidly frustrating. Because honestly, it's just so it's it's shit that, that should not be that difficult. It really shouldn't. But, you know, this thing this stupid fucking thing now three months into it and I'm no closer to having this done than I was before we even started. I shouldn't say that, it's a little bit closer, but you know, the worst part is that, you know, we we invested all kinds of money into this thing and it's just not you know, it's, it's not even close to what I was hoping it was going to be, or what I envisioned it to be when I, when I figured that that would be the more prudent uh, path, you know, instead of building something in a much smaller space in the basement, let's use the existing structure outside, it'd be kind of a cool thing, because you got the fucking pool out there too, so you can have, you know, all right, hey, it's uh, summertime, you have people at the house, well, all that bullshit, and you can open up the shed, and, but I, you know, I can't figure out how to keep bugs out of it or keep the electricity going. It's just, it's I don't know. I just don't know. And I said, "Waste your time." And here I, you know, I've gone six minutes just complaining about electricity in my fucking shed. (sighs) Ah, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on between my ears lately. So. Uh. Anyway, right? Yeah, you don't fucking care anyway. So what does it matter? Listen, one of the the first thing I wanted to talk about, which has been worldwide news, literally worldwide, is a gentleman uh, out on Cape Cod, and I if you haven't heard about this, you live in a fucking cave, okay? This guy, a lobster diver, which, uh, full disclosure, didn't know that was a thing. You know, I understood people would jump off a boat and pull up a lobster. But I didn't know that Like this guy's been lobster diving for years. And I didn't get into the logistics of it to find out if this was like his full-time profession. But um, after doing a little bit of legwork, I see that there's a lot more involved with this guy than meets the eye. Not in a bad way, just a weird fucking way. Um, But anyways, this guy is with a friend. They're in a boat. They're diving for lobster uh, off of Provincetown. This gentleman is from Wellfleet. Really nice, quaint little Cape Cod town. They have a drive-in there. You should check it out. Uh, and all of a sudden, as he claims, he was uh, in the mouth of a humpback whale. I have I have so many fucking questions for this guy, okay? Uh, first and foremost... You know, it's not even first and foremost, because if he's saying that he was in, in the mouth of a whale, I, who am I to say that he wasn't, right? Um, it, It's just, it's odd, okay? But the thing that kills me, right? I mean, if he's inside the the whale's mouth, as he says, for 30 to 40 seconds, which is a long fucking time to be... Inside of a whale's mouth, like, is he he must have been fucking going fucking bananas inside of the mouth, inside of the whale, right? Enough for the whale to be like, all right, get the fuck out and spit him out. But you know, the, th- the thing that you hear is that he was eaten by a whale, which he wasn't. My guess is that this whale was swimming by, m- you know, mouth agape, uh you know i don't know the the kind of vision of a humpback whale so i don't know what sort of depth perception they have or what they can see directly in front of them but my guess is that this this whale's mouth hit this thing and happened to be uh michael packard of wellfleet massachusetts and i mean the force of this fucking thing is probably what caused his uh generally thankfully somewhat minor injuries apparently has a dislocated knee and a bunch of soft tissue issues but i mean fuck a whale in the water i mean those things are fucking cruising he slams into this guy and now by sheer luck he could have gone one of two ways you know he could have gone uh to the left or right no, let's let's say, as if I fucking know, like, how this guy was fucking hit. I'm <laughs> like, what are you doing, David? He could have gone in one direction, which would have been to the side of the whale and uh, away from, from the issue. He would have, you know, probably been churned up in the backwash of the water. Or, but in this case, he went into, uh, you know, Shamu's mouth. And next thing you know, <clears throat> he's kicking and screaming and trying to get out and the whale's like what the fuck is this off he goes and then allegedly the whale in its panic cuz my guess is he was the whale was probably my, way more scared than Michael Packard if i had to guess i mean the whales used to fish seaweed you know the occasional tire in its mouth not a fucking you know 5 foot 10 guy wearing full scuba gear and an oxygen tank so the whale you know, goes up to the surface and in its wake is Michael Packard going straight up to the surface, quick as can be. So you can imagine that was probably a bit of an issue, too. But holy fuck, what a story. His Wikipedia page now, well, not his, but uh, Michael's mother has a Wikipedia page. And it says her son, Michael Packard, is the only person in recorded history to have been inside a whale's mouth and survive he was freed as the whale dislodged him from its mouth. That line's a tad misleading, as if the whale, you know, grabbed a toothpick and was like, Alright, hey, get the fuck out. It's not what happened. He's, you know, just kinda spat him out, got scared, freaked out, and expelled him, not dislodged. I should correct that on the Wikipedia. But anyway, <clears throat> this this guy this is the fascinating part about this guy. I mean, sure. It's fascinating that he was in a whale's mouth. But apparently 20 years ago, uh, in Costa Rica, he was in a plane crash. He survived a plane crash, right, that killed three other people. He was one of six people on a small flight, small plane, uh, to from uh, San Jose in Costa Rica, where apparently he lived. Uh, ...to a fishing port 80 miles away... ...and there was a crash in between. Isn't that fucking wild? Wild. He had a fishing boat... ...and he would go from from P-Town... ...down to Costa Rica in the winter. What a life, huh? Well, anyways... ...this fucking plane crashes... uh, Three people died... ...including both the pilots... ...and this dude... uh, ...managed to survive... So not only was he expelled from a whale's mouth during the course of his life, he survived a crane a, a crane crash, a plane crash. Fucking crazy. What a lucky bastard. I mean, honestly, he should play the lottery. I mean, that's that's the kind of luck that you don't see every day, or ever, for that matter. But this fucking guy, Michael Packard, yeah, his mom uh apparently is a successful uh artist painter uh, his grandfather or his great-grandfather a successful artist slash painter so yeah a lot going on in that family but an interesting story i must say good for him good for him that he survived i mean not so much that he would have been eaten by a whale Okay, this wasn't Moby Dick. He wasn't gonna get eaten by this whale. You know, if anything, he would have been severely injured and then suffocated or died outside of the whale's gullet. But uh, yeah, isn't that fucking wild? But look, stay the fuck out of the water, dude. But then again, I mean, Christ, his luck is so good. You know, but Jesus. Isn't that some fucked up shit? I mean it's it's not so much that it's fucked up, it's it's just a wild story. An absolutely wild story. And I didn't hear anything about the all the other shit until I, I you know all it said on the news was uh, he survived a plane crash. I'm like, What? Plane crash and I dug into it and there you go. There you go. Hopefully you learned something here. Alright, I need to take a... I need to come up for air. Because I'm... Fucking... (laughs) Woo! Hold on. Ah, the soothing, gentle sounds of strumming an acoustic guitar. Really has nothing to do with this ad at all, but... I just want to let you know... I have some merchandise at the merch store. bonfire.com slash store slash complaints. You see, I've made that web address a tad easier. It's still too long, but I don't have any other way to change it, so please indulge me, if you will. I have a few shirts up for sale, including the brand new tagline The Village Idiot Has Spoken that's about it, really. But listen, do yourself a favor. Go to the store, buy a t-shirt. Show the world that you don't give a solitary shit about what you listen to on a regular basis. That's bonfire.com/store/complaints and get your complaints and observations merch today. Yeah, definitely check out the the merch store. Um, I posted a new shirt that I'm not even going to talk about uh, because it's, it's probably a copyright violation. So, shh, quiet, don't tell anybody. All right, let's talk baseball. I don't know how the fuck I, I landed in like baseball land, but for some weird reason, it's been a lot of baseball lately. Um, but there's a lot of weird fucking shit going on in baseball. <clears throat> the first thing I want to talk about that I made note of is Dave O'Brien, who does the call on Nesson for the Red Sox. He is fucking obsessed with home runs. What we need to do is create a Dave O'Brien home run drinking game where every time he says Homer, home run, home runs, grand slam, uh, any sort of home run slang you can think of, four bagger, um, salami, anything, you have to take a drink. I would venture a guess. So from the start of the broadcast to maybe the fourth inning. Before you're fucking out cold. All That's all he fucking talks about. It drives me fucking crazy. It's like impossible to watch the game with, with him. He's not a bad play-by-play guy. He's just so plain. He's so vanilla. And all he talks about is fucking home runs. It's like, dude, enough. There's way more to the game than just hitting home runs. Anyways, the big thing right now is the is pitchers being told by Major League Baseball that they can no longer use a variety of substances to grip the baseball and spin the baseball and, you know, basically dominate uh, hitters. The prevailing wisdom here is that, you know, There's a lot of guys that have been cheating and using things beyond sweat, sunscreen, rosin, and they're using spider tack. I think I I mentioned it last week, but not by name. The same shit that um, these strongmen competitions where the guys put the shit on their hands to carry rocks, giant boulders from point A to point B. But the problem is here is that Major League Baseball is clearly aware that there's an issue, right? They know that these guys are up to no good. It's nefarious. And, and you know, I'm sure if you care about baseball, if you care about this, you've seen the, the clip of um, the the catcher in St. Louis, one of the Molinas. can't remember which one. But anyways, he, you know, there's a pitch. He loses the ball, can't find it. And it turns out it's fucking stuck to his chest protector because it's so full of shit. But that was four years ago, and it's like, okay, now we've now we've seen pitchers do God knows what to these to these baseballs, and put this shit like under the brim of their hat, on their thigh, uh, you know, on, behind their neck, which is a good one. That dude from the Yankees, whose name eludes me, Pineda, maybe. That had the the glob of pine tar on his neck, as if no one was gonna fucking see it. I think if he's that obvious with cheating that you're going to get caught, but so many of these guys weren't. And it kind of goes to show you, it gives you a good idea of, and I think it will moving forward, like who, who's been using what, who's been doing what. And I think it, like, you're going to see a guy like Trevor Bauer, who's been barking about this shit nonstop for the last few days. Like, you know, His first start after this got talked about was not good. Whereas you have a guy like uh, DeGrom who's pitching um, tonight, which is Wednesday. So we'll see how that goes. But I I I don't have a problem with them instituting this kind of rule. I really don't. It's like, look, you have too many guys cheating. And you know it. And you've known it for a very long time. So you probably should have done something about it. In the off season, but to drop it in June, eh, it's a tad disingenuous because now you're putting umpires in a bad spot. Nobody fucking likes umpires to begin with. And now you're putting them in a really shitty spot because they have to go out there and try to, you know, decipher what's what. And, and to say that these guys can't use Rosin, what the fuck's it out there for? It's always been out there. So, so, which is all right. That's one thing. The sunscreen thing is another. So, so, what you're going to have is guys slathering on bullfrog during day games in June, July, August, September, uh, rubbing that up with with dirt, or I mean, I assume, and I don't know this for sure. I don't know if the rosin bag is going to be taken away. Did I just burp in the microphone? I think I did. Excuse me. I don't know if they're going to take the rosin bag away. I can't imagine they would, but who knows? Um, you're going to see guys with better day numbers than night numbers. Am I right? You're going to see guys with with better numbers uh, outside of a dome than inside of a dome, because they've put that language into this fucking memo, too, is that if you're in a dome, you don't need the sunscreen. Well, I mean, I guess you're right, but, you know, whatever. The tricky thing now, of course, is that the big the big thing is that you heard, OK, well, guys are going to get injured because they have to change the way they grip and the way that they throw. All right, I mean, that might be somewhat accurate. So then you have Tyler Glass now from Tampa go out there and blow his fucking elbow apart. That is a little, it's a little weird. Okay. His first start after this whole thing came about was against the nationals and he went out in there and he dominated them and he dominated them. Next start out, he hurts himself. The thing that that I can't get past, this kid is fucking six, eight and like 200 pounds. He's a goddamn beanpole. And so you know, it, 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 he's pitched a lot. He's pitched a lot of innings. actually, not really. When? Gee, Christ, I'm looking at I'm looking at his numbers right this minute. That kid has never pitched more than a hundred innings in his career in a season. Holy fuck! This oh, please. All right, enough of this nonsense. Good pitcher, fragile as fuck. 2019, the last full season, he only pitched 12 games. Jesus Christ. Last year he pitched 11. 57 innings. He had 88 innings pitch. Alright, so there's the other problem. Jesus, that has nothing to do with the fucking grip of the goddamn baseball. This kid is fucking fragile as hell. Oh, stop it. See? This, uh, this is what I get for looking at the numbers here. You know what I mean? Stop. He's thrown 88 innings so far in 2021. Okay? He hasn't thrown that much in three years. So, let's see. 2018, he threw 111. And that was over 45 games. 11 starts. Oh, God. I mean, that's just dumb. No wonder he's fucking hurt. Oh, Christ. I I really didn't want to fucking get on this kid for what he said about, how, Oh, well, you know... Uh, I'm hurt because of this. Alright, well, you're not. You're hurt because you're a fucking scrawny prick. And your arm is not used to all of this work. Ugh, God, that's just terrible. Alright, I, I gotta get out of that. Man, that just makes me fucking pissy and angry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, still a stupid fucking rule to institute in the middle of the season. What they should have done is issued a warning said hey we're going to be on the lookout for obvious shit so you better clean it up you better fucking clean it up and then in the off season put this in and say here's the rule that's what you should have done or you should have done it last season but you know one thing major league baseball does really well it's overthinking things and fucking things up so there you go the other baseball thing and i tweeted this out okay it's a kid from detroit who uh, you know, had a side thing where you know, he was making content and posting shit, a big Tigers fan. Um, his name is going to elude me, but um, when Spencer Turnbull threw no hitter, um, this kid went viral. And, and so, you know, it was one of these things where Chris Castellani, Chris Castellani of Michigan, and he uh, he posted, you know, his reaction to Turnbull's no-hitter. Um, I'm pretty sure Jared Carabas got a hold of it and retweeted it. And, um, you know, it was an interesting, it was a nice, uh, funny little video, this kid, you know, he's... Very excited, you know. Big Tigers fan. Very excited. Spencer Turnbull, yeah. Well, you know, Carabas retweeted it. Portnoy, sorry, he's like, I love this. I'm gonna hire him. It's like, oh wow, okay. Sure enough, he fucking hired this kid to basically cover Michigan. It's like, all right, pretty cool. So you know, there was a nice video today of, uh, of him interviewing Spencer Turnbull and going back and forth and talking, you know, talking about the no hitter and how. You know it changed his life, it changed Spencer Turnbull's life, and really nice, sweet story. Then I started, I'm like, ah, oh, Spencer Turnbull, let's let's look into him. Well, a lot going on with this young man. <clears throat> a couple years ago, uh, 2019, led the league in losses. He was three and seventeen. Thirty starts. His ERA was only four and a half. Not terrible. So decent pitcher. Decent pitcher. But that's not even really the fucking the the thing that got me scratching my head here. Um suddenly I stumble upon his girlfriend. And apparently his girlfriend, uh a girl named Ashley. I guess she's like a fashion blogger of some kind attractive young lady uh, has a child so you know the Instagram is filled with with mom and the kid and this that and the other and you're going through it and you're like oh this is all it's all kind of weird you know what's going on here seeing all these things and no big deal you know typical influencer Instagram-y kind of crap right then I come to find out that she was married to a pastor. Or, or the son of a pastor, I should say. Uh, of something called the Church of the Highlands, which apparently is one of these gigantic fucking southern churches that I have no time for. None. No time whatsoever, because it's all a fucking scam. And it was like a big to-do. Well, apparently Spencer here is with uh, this girl and has been with her for, I don't know how long, doesn't say, there's no, there's, that's the big fucking secret. He went to school in Alabama, she's, uh, you know, the church was in Alabama, I don't even know why I'm fucking caring about this shit, I just find the whole thing so weird and disingenuous, it's just very odd. You know, their relationship became public. Like, here's the other thing, celebrities are one thing, Instagram people are another, like bloggers, Instagram influencers, and shit like that, it just, I just, I love the fact that people give a fuck about these people. Like, I understand if you follow somebody who, uh, you know, let's say that, that she wears the kind of clothes that you like. All right, whatever. That's fine. Have at it. No big deal. But when you get so invested in these fucking people, it's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And then you find out ah, uh, this whole milkshake duck stuff. You know what I mean? If you're not familiar with milkshake duck, look it up. But fucking A, you know, it's it just, it's just not, it's not good. It's just, it's just not good. That's all I really have to say about that. I really had more. I probably could have gone more, but I, I really, I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, because heck, there's some shit that that I don't need to be talking about. And nobody really needs to listen to, you know, I'm already going to talk about more dumb shit, like really exceedingly dumb shit. And then some uh, somewhat serious shit, not serious, but, you know, different shit. But, you know, eh, that's where we are, I suppose. I, I could get into religion. I really could. I could go on for days talking about it. But I'm already boring you for an hour. Do you think I really want to bore you for days on end? No. Alright, what else did I have on tap? Uh, Australia is fucking bananas. I read an article today about them burning crops to fight a mouse plague. A mouse plague. I meant to reach out to friend of the show, Evan Glasser Uh, as he is the uh, Complaints and Observations Australian correspondent. But uh, the article I read was, holy fuck, scary as shit. I don't even give a shit about mice. Not a big, like, scaredy cat when it comes to mice. If it was a bat or a snake, different issue. But mice, meh. But when you have millions of mice, now I have a problem. Wow, that's really all I have to say about that. Australia has a massive mouse problem and they're really hoping what they're hoping for. This is what they're hoping for, that the temperature gets cold enough to stop them or, or it gets so out of hand that there's nothing left for them to eat and they start eating each other. Well, if you did that, they didn't have fucking mutant, fucking mice, (laughs) mutant mice can have giant mutant rat mice. Yeah. Um, what else? Local soccer club, Providence City FC. They have a shirt sponsorship deal. Where I could buy a spot on their jersey. On their shirt, their kit, if you will. For, uh... see where is it I think the cheapest one was 850 bucks to get on there yeah something like that 850 I mean just wouldn't that be fucking dumb as hell (laughs) I talked about this before you know where where you have uh, what was it uh out in England Wexford I think it was Wexford F- FC the the club that Rob McElhaney and and Ryan Reynolds bought right considered the sponsoring the corner flag oh I wish I had expendable income I wish I had a job that provided reasonable income or that I you know could tolerate but that's another conversation that's not true I love my job uh but yeah check them out Providence City FC interesting bunch they got a bunch of cool shirts love it uh DC Comics recently told the creator of the Harley Quinn animated show on HBO Max that Batman was not allowed to be shown eating Catwoman's pussy that's true 100% accurate I don't know who the fuck DC thinks they are to say that Batman can't do anything, especially that. But fucking A, dude. Just the fact that that the creators here presented that as a potential option blew my mind. I'm like what I I must have I think I googled that like 6 or 7 times and and all you, all you got was a bunch of fan fiction and uh fan created uh cartoon porn. Not good. So I don't suggest it. Well, you know what? Maybe you should do it. Check it out. Why not? Um, let's see what else. Flag Day was the other day. So happy belated Flag Day. Uh, the only way you cared about that is if you were, um, you know, trying to placate to your fucking rabid racist base, and uh, and show yourself pledging allegiance to the flag. You know, as if anybody gives a flying shit about that flag day then you know not going to care about gigantic flags hanging off the back of pickup trucks but whatever that's neither here nor there uh what's the deal with market basket what's the deal with that i don't see the appeal um i i agreed to to check it out with my wife last week we went to market basket i was one i was incredibly confused uh, the way that they lay their store out is just fucking bananas. don't like it. Um, second, everyone keeps saying, well, oh, it's cheap as this and this and that and uh, you know you're gonna save money going there. My mother had been screaming about it. my wife is screaming about it a bunch of people that I know was screaming about it as well. but you know quite frankly, I didn't really see the difference <clears throat> so much so that you know when we walked in, uh, she's like, you know, we usually spend this at, at stop and shop. We'll see how it is. And we came out and it was roughly the same. When I say roughly, I mean pretty much exactly the same. The only difference is maybe we bought uh, a couple things that we normally would buy at another store. Buy some shit at Target. Anyways, but that's it. I, You know, that really has no point. I just don't understand the deal with Market Basket. If you like it, great. You know, have at it. I just, you know. I don't have, I don't like it. Part of the reason we walked in and, and literally empty, grabbed the carriage and went to one end of the store, which is the wrong end of the store, but neither here nor there. And there was a guy, um, walking with, and all, and, and all I could see was his fucking ass crack because his pants were down so far. Like, What, what are we doing? I mean, it was fucking gross. This guy was filthy. I don't know, I'm being a little uppity against the market basket. (laughs) Ah. Uh, But I literally wrote in my notes, what's the deal with market basket? Oh, God. Um, Also, this I thought was pretty cool. So if you've ever listened to the program, you hear at the end of the show where I say I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook, well... Roger Waters of the great rock and roll outfit Pink Floyd. You ever heard of him, Pink Floyd? Um, Apparently, uh, Roger Waters was offered a large sum of cash for Facebook to use a Pink Floyd song in an ad. And he was doing a press conference that some sort of like free Julian Assange thing, which was like, all right, whatever, you know. Um, But anyways, he was asked, hey, word on the street is that uh, Facebook has asked you to use use a song in an ad. And he said, quote, it arrived this morning with an offer for a huge, huge sum of money. And the answer is, fuck you, no fucking way. I will not be a party to this bullshit, Zuckerberg. How did this little prick who started out a, who started out as she's pretty, will give her a four out of five, or she's ugly, will give her a four out of five? How did we give him any power? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. End quote. Isn't that fucking brilliant. Roger fucking Waters, who's really... He's been ripping off Pink Floyd fans for for years. Um, with, you know, tons of... I shouldn't say ripping off. That's that's not... I take that back. Let me rewind that. He's been overcharging fans for, for Pink Floyd shows. Not even Pink Floyd shows. Roger Waters shows for years. Because uh, they can't get along and give the people what they actually want. So Roger Waters, who... You know, owns the music, he gets to go out and tour. David Gilmour gets to do the same thing, and this, that, and the other, but apparently, I don't know, I don't know the inner workings or the legal proceedings of Pink Floyd. But, love that quote. I thought it was fucking outstanding. All right, as it is Thursday, it is time for Three Gripes uh gripe number one this week liking text messages this should be short and sweet but but here's here, it sums it up this way uh what's the fucking point i don't i don't understand that is liking a text message uh, simply saving you from replying to a text message. I don't understand it. Um. I yeah, that's really it. I, I mean, is that an old man thing? I don't I don't think so. I find it uh, I find it terribly lazy. Meaning, if you're going to do that have the nerve or or the uh you know I, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for the caffeine's coming down at this point in the show I just give you a big sniffle right into the fucking microphone <clears throat> um yeah but there's nothing worse than when you send a text and and then all of a sudden you get the same text back but it says liked from the person that you sent it to all right, great. Like, if you didn't, would you tell me that you didn't? Is there a button that says, fuck you? I don't like that text message. Is there, is there a, can you say that? If not, there should be. But don't be fucking lazy. Don't don't be one of those people who likes text messages. Ah, yeah. The other one's laughed at. That one, I, you know what? That one's a little bit better because, you know, Seeing ha 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 ha, it's like, all right. But if he, uh, I don't know, maybe it, it, it might just kind of, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. It's just something that drives me kind of crazy. All right, you like my text messages? Great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you like it. Thanks, I guess. I don't know. Weird gripe number two landscapers. <clears throat> Uh, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this previously, but we hired some landscapers to do the yard work because I'm uh, horribly lazy and don't like doing manual labor. Um, met this guy last fall. Nice guy. Like, a really nice guy. I liked him. So either he uh, sold me a bill of goods or what, or the people that he has working for him are just not <laughs> not very good. But these guys, for some reason, just hate fucking weed whacking. It's like, okay, why am I paying you if I'm going to have to go out and buy a fucking weed whacker? Because, you know, there's all kinds of fucking spots in my yard where there's tall grass. What? And then today, when they were done, you know, I go outside to, uh, to see what's going on. And that's when I notice all the tall grass. But then as I get to the backyard... Um, where the pool is, there's more fucking grass in that pool than there was in the actual yard. How hard is it to keep the grass out of the pool? I mean, I, I expect some. It's just uh, the nature of the game, right? That When people are mowing the, the grass along the, the pool, that you're going to have these problems. But Jesus Christ, man. Knock on the door and say, hey, look, uh, we got we got way too much grass in your pool. I'm terribly sorry. All right. Hey, no problem. I appreciate you letting me know. Let's go on about our day. Nope. You're gonna you're gonna swoop in. You're gonna sit in the parking lot for parking lot. Sit in my driveway in your car for five, ten minutes, then you're gonna get started, and then twenty minutes later, you're gonna be gone glad i'm paying you you know not a ton of money but something it's it's some money that you're getting to do a half-ass job i don't you know and it's like okay i don't want to i don't want to fire the landscapers isn't that a fucking douchebag thing to say oh i had to fire my landscaper shut the fuck up david and I I try to catch them every time. I try to like, you know, I I'll hear them, or, or I think it's you know. The other day, there was the next door neighbors had theirs, and I thought it was it was ours. So I sent a text to, to my wife said, Hey, is that is that lawnmower in our yard? Nope, it's next door. I'm like, Ah, oh, fuck. And then today, I heard it. And then of course I had a fucking call and I was on the call for twenty minutes. By the time I I get upstairs, they're gone. It's like, Oh, Jesus. So uh, I just want to run into him and be like, dude, you, you got to do a little bit better job here. I don't want to have to fire my landscapers. Like a Fucking shithead. Uh, gripe number three. <clears throat> People who can't even be bothered to pretend to fucking listen when you speak. Okay. This is a 2 prong type of thing, okay? First and foremost, I know that I am a horrific storyteller. I am trying to get better at being more concise, not in this particular format, because it's a podcast, and, you know, what's the point of being concise in a podcast? It would be an eight-minute podcast. If you would prefer an eight-minute podcast, let me know. I can make episodes just for you. But the thing that bothers me, and this, this is something that's it's really, it's really fucking made me mad over the years where <clears throat> when someone's talking to me, okay, I make sure I, you know, and I am, I know that occasionally I mess this up and I don't do it. But I, I try to be focused on what this person is saying to me by looking at them in the eye while they're talking to me. Because that means, you know, that I'm listening. That's the whole point, right? I was having a conversation with somebody um, last week. Somebody I don't really know well, but well enough. And and we're talking and, and they had asked me a question. So I'm responding to the question. And this person is not paying a fucking lick of attention to what I'm saying. Looking all over the place and you know uh, diddling with this and looking at other people and, and and you know trying to get out of the conversation even though they just asked me a question why would you ask a question if you don't want a fucking answer at least pretend that you're listening when you speak there is few there are few things that are more disrespectful than not listening to someone when you're talking to them. It is the ultimate form of disrespect. And I know that I've been guilty of it. And like I said, it is something that I've been trying to work on. And believe me, it fucking, it kills me. It drives me. It's like, why would you be such a fucking asshole? If you don't want to talk to me, don't ask a question. Right? Am I wrong? I don't think so. Don't be a fucking prick. If you ask a question, expect an answer. You should be listening. God, I fucking hate that. And the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off. I should have started with that gripe instead of finishing with Because that's a bad way to end the show, right? Just being angry. Well, then again... I started the show being fucking angry. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Yeah. Started the show being angry. And the show kind of pissed off. So, you know, wrap it up in a nice neat little gift box, yeah? Not that you listened to the whole fucking however many minutes this shit was. (sighs) But fucking A, wow. Something else, huh? But, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Mercifully and thankfully for you, one of my four listeners. It is appreciated as I'm sitting here making a ton of noise on this awful headset because my awful microphone won't work. And I'm going to spend the next couple hours trying to fucking figure out what's going on. Hopefully next week I'll have an actual guest. Like I said, there's some irons in the fire. We'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully I can reschedule the original interview, but we'll see. Fingers crossed, man. Like I said, it's something I'm looking forward to, so uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, Yeah, but otherwise, that's it. Listen, if you want to be on the show, let me know. If you know someone that wants to be on the show, let me know. Um, I have a voicemail line. Uh, According to Associate Producer Dave, I would get three times as many responses if I if I did not read uh, the number with letters. And I guess technically he's right. Because three times zero is still zero. rip or 617-657-4736. Call in. Say hello. Tell me I suck. Uh, fire off a complaint. Love to hear from you. We shall see. Um, I have a uh, Twitter page at ComplaintsPod. Still waiting, by the way, to hear from uh, Nolan Murphy on Twitter. If you you know if you're listening, which I doubt. Still waiting. Still waiting to see what your problem is. <laughs> I'm sure it's completely legitimate because if you have the problem, I'm probably. I'm, probably got the same fucking problem. Uh, at ComplaintsPod, check it out. Same at Instagram. At ComplaintsPod. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that I don't use um, because I'm lazy. Uh, 617-657-4736 617-65 Rip them. Uh, I have a website that I don't really use. Complaintsandobservations.com um that's pretty much it right yeah i think Ugh. thanks for indulging me today it's uh appreciated as always thank you uh please tell your friends tell your moms take care of yourself take care of each other until next time godspeed ta-ta